What's up, people? It's Danielle here, the founder of I Empower Creatives, and I want to welcome you to the Creative Superhero Podcast, where we fight dead mindsets and fly into purpose. So let's get into it. Yes, 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 we're here, we're here, and I'm really, really excited because she's a freaking beast. Corinne, welcome to the show. Thank you. I love that you did a bow that no one will see, but thank you for bowing at me. That was excellent. Oh, I'm so performer-like. Yeah, so now, now Corinna's learning how to perform with her her um, her vocals. So oh, we'll tell the people beautiful. where they can actually see you perform later on in the, the episode. But welcome to the Creative Superhero Podcast. And I'm so excited because to me, you are like the definition of a real superhero. I said to you not long ago that... Um, you know, a lot of my life I'm looking for my Avengers and I literally feel like you are part of the Avenger pack for me in a massive way and literally, literally like, literally. I've literally been saying the same thing as well. My my life, I want my team of Avengers and now we've come together. Boom. It's amazing. This is amazing. Well, Corinne, the people might not know you and know what you do. Can you tell the people a bit about yourself? Oh my goodness. Okay, so it all started with dance. I danced from when I was two. My mum took me to ballet school and I did like everything in terms of like modern tap, you know, like the musical theatre stage school, as you do. And then I did that all the time after school. I would be there and I knew that's it. I want to be a dancer. I didn't know what that entailed. I just was like, I'm going to be the best dancer I can be. And then I went to Rombe, which is a ballet contemporary dance school where I did my degree. And like in the last year of that, I found the underground scene, like the hip hop underground scene, the battle scene. And that's what I'm really excited about learning all the different hip hop street dance styles, should I say. And yeah, I went abroad, learned from, you know, the big like camps where they do like the battles, the showcases, they have like classes every day. I went to a few of them just because I find with any new discipline that I do, I really go like full force, like 24 hours a day <laughs> to start with at least. And then I'll start bringing it back. Do you know what I mean? I know what you so mean. So I went to a few. <laughs> yeah. You don't play. Yeah. So then, and then dance was great. You know, we used doing auditions and booking like being in a company and doing like solo stuff like whether it's like commercials on tv award ceremonies theater shows a little bit of touring um and then I went into training for stunts which Mm -hmm. is like being a stunt woman in films so then it's just been full force what do I need to do to become a qualified stunt woman so I've been going into that and Besides all of that, I've always been a teacher and a coach to kids, adults, classes, one-on-ones. That's been my like ride or die since leaving school, I guess. And then, yeah, all the performance stuff with that. It's great. You just do so much and like you don't, you, I mean, we're quite similar in that aspect of like full force, do it all, live your best life and not this Instagram swing your hair around best life like real 
testing, real pushing yourself, real drive, you know, honest yeah. integral in your training. And so obviously we've got, I guess, more, more seriously back into um, contact of late when you have um, been, I guess, you know what, actually, let's just go back to the start of lockdown because I was just watching you do handstands in your garden and do all sorts of things in your garden. And I was like, yes, like Corinne is, she's showing up, she's doing her thing. And then, you know, you went into this new, well, it wasn't even new, but this building that was kind of revamped, relaunched, really specific type of training and started pushing yourself in this area of calisthenics and gymnastics as an adult. Like what, what was the drive for that? When you stepped out and you're like, oh, I'm going to take my gymnastics seriously as an adult. Obviously you're getting into stunt, but tell us about that journey. Cause there are people out there that probably are like, I wish I could do that, but they just, they're not confident. Yeah. I, too late. I do get a lot of DMS on Instagram uh, talking about, you know, they wish they could do a backflip and they wish they could do gymnastics. And I, I just have to tell them, I started gymnastics in my 20s and they're always shocked. So yeah, I'm definitely an advocate for just starting whenever you want to start something and you're like, oh, I want to achieve this to achieve it. So as a dancer, I always look to, I'm not going to lie, a lot of the guys in terms of power moves b-boys all the great like the tricks I just (laughs) I just want to show up and be the best in the room and I thought that is part of it so it was part of my dance career that I wanted to be able to perform these sick tricks just like anyone else I want to do gymnastics I want to backflip so I wanted to do it so I started doing one-on-ones um because I think one-on-ones will get you you need the dedicated and the real good knowledge from a one-on-one coach to get especially like when you haven't done something when you were young you you need the the extra oomph Mm. to get it when you're older I just wanted to be a great gymnast so a lot of work had to go in a lot of of the foundations the drills the strength it's a whole different type of strength compared to dance everything in like my dance training was turned out everything in terms of like my hips and like my posture everything in gymnastics is internal parallel position so I had to reform my strong body as a dancer into a strong body as a gymnast so yeah I can second that because even you training me and you know those little notes of like keep your leg turned in leg in leg straight back hips down you know all of that and being in being a dancer everything being open 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 and being really flexible that way which is great for that kind of thing but this is a whole different Mm. way to use your body and you're a real advocate about mobility like Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a real serious thing it doesn't matter and whether you know you're listening and you're a dancer or you're in fitness or wherever you are in the world mobility is important for every single person and even that of an entrepreneurial mindset so for me like when I'm thinking about even working at my desk and and whatnot or getting up every so often and moving my hips and doing all those kind of things and concentrating on my core like all of it adds to my performance and so why for those people who don't really know about mobility why is mobility so much more important because everyone's like I want to be flexible 
Can you tell mm-hmm. me how mobility is important? Well, mobility is the flexibility and the strength put together in one. So that's going to help you prevent injuries. It's going to keep your, you might you be able to hold yourself better with your posture. It's going to be, you're going to have a more functional operative body. The strong, that's flexible. But mobility is the, the, the key word of both of them together. Yeah. So, yeah. That is so good. And for those people who like get, you know, there are people out there that they get injured easily. You know, they just do something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that mobility is obviously going to support their body and whatever it is that they're doing. And so now you are in this realm of like transitioning or not even transitioning because you're still dancing, but the stunt stuff is something you're taking real serious. What mm-hmm. your kind of ethos behind that? Like, are you going into this area of, oh, I want to be a stunt that just a stunt woman that just does this? Or is it a variety of things that you do, styles, weapons? Like, what does mm-hmm. your stunt life look like? So my whole life has been about versatility. I I think it just keeps me really proactive in terms of like positive mindset, like grabbing new goals. So in terms of stunts, I I just want to do it all. So obviously there's things that I prefer more than others. Anything that's like looking great in terms of movement that's more of a performance a flow a dance your martial arts the choreography I do prefer the movement side of stunts like the flashiness the chore the spike choreography um obviously there's some people who just like to get thrown about hit by a car like they're those there's those kind of stunt people like but I do like the more intricate performer side but whatever the job needs me to do, I'm down to do it. If I need to get hit by this, if I need to get thrown here, jump over that. And with my training, I just, I have this all in mind of what I need to prepare for and what my body needs to be ready for and what my mind needs to be ready for, for when the director or the coordinator's like, right, I need you to do this. I I want to be ready. So that's why I do so much. I do the part, even though like there's certain things that aren't on the register, in terms of like skills to achieve, there's other things that I personally feel that are really important to do a great job on set. That makes sense. That's why I love the way you process this because you're not trying to merely do the job. Like you're trying to over deliver all the time and we need all the aspects wherever you go and whatever field you work in, like you, you should be wanting to do the best job for yourself that you show up for yourself and that just that makes somebody well I guess not necessarily employable but that makes somebody uh, that builds that consistent kind of working relationships because if you if a director knows that you're going to walk in the room and over deliver he's going to use you over and over again right Mm -hmm. exactly and that's the plan and so you've been in some movies you've done some stuff right what from a movie aspect what have you done so i've done some i've had lucky opportunities to do a few feature films one i was like part of a team of we were burglaring burglaring i'm saying that word burglars 
yeah. <laughs> and uh, I like I had like some lines. I had to have a Russian accent. That was interesting. I have to face my fears because you know I don't think I'm that great at accents, but they helped me through. There were some fight scenes with the main actor, and then there were some lines. I was actually um, doubling the lead, so she was fighting all these crazy creatures and she won so I got a few rounds of good footage that should be out soon so stay tuned there's um Hannah out on Netflix yeah I doubled a couple of the main actresses um and that was really cool I was so right now you are a stunt double in Hannah in on Netflix right now yeah that's amazing. What was I got really lucky with that opportunity. What was the mm-hmm. highlight for you doing Hannah on Netflix, which is currently on Netflix? What was the highlight for you doing that? Um, I, oh, the highlight has got to be the main bit which I got called in for, which was I was doing a fight scene with Hannah's stunt double, Phoebe Robinson. Shout out, she's amazing. Um, we were doing a fight scene on a burning Land Rover on the bonnet. We're fighting. And then, you know, she sweeps me off my feet. I bash the bonnet. I like backflip onto the floor. So that was a cool scene. I did a couple of little parkour things where I had to like fly over a barbed wire fence. It's like a 10 foot drop, land, run away, things like that. Jump over a wall. Do these things, so let's just talk about this from a fear concept. Like, are you afraid when you do these things? There's no time to be afraid. <laughs> That's a There's message. no time to be afraid. I just zone in and switch on and do the job. Come on. But yes, there probably is a little, a little flutter. But no, um, I think I was quite lucky. It wasn't too, there are scarier stunts. So I was okay. They were nice stunts to start with. But I guess this is the whole ethos of life as well. When, you know, there are going to be things that you have to do, but they're scary and you have to go and do them anyway. Yeah. So, um, Corinne, where can the people find you if they want to get in touch with you, see where you're at, see what you're up to? Where can they find you? Instagram. At Corinne Holt. C-O-R-I-N-N-E-H-O-L-T. That's my name amazing (laughs) amazing thank you so much for giving me your time and giving us your time and sharing about your journey I hope it inspires someone to get into stunts um or to just go for the go for the things that they they're afraid of just do it anyway yeah go for them goals (laughs) 100 Thank you for listening to the Creative Superhero Podcast, which is sponsored by I Empower Creatives, a community that supports creative entrepreneurs to fight dead mindsets and to fly into their purpose so that they can live powerfully. I'll see you on the next episode.